Welcome back to another conference preview on the Scoop College Basketball Podcast presented by Hoop Scoop Media. We are previewing the Pac-12 for the first and last time ever, unless something crazy happens. Here with a guest, as we allude to in our last episode, the Big West preview. If you missed that, you should go watch it or listen to it. But yeah, we're joined by Owen Miller from uh, formerly UCLA Zone, currently uh, Court Storm Hoops. So uh, how's it going? Thank you for having me on. I've always wanted to be on a podcast with as much prestige as the scoop. So it's an honor to be here. Kyle, I mean, you're uh, you're not new to the podcast, but uh, how are you doing on this uh, evening? Kyle? Oh, oh, of course. I'm doing good. I, I didn't even hear it was intended to me. But of course, yeah, no. I'm excited to do the pack. I think the pack's going to be really fun, and it's swan song year, so. Yeah, definitely uh, a lot stronger, like, just overall than years past, which is uh, going to be a fun year to uh, end it, although not fun ends ending. But, yeah, yeah, so just to run down what happened in the pack 12 last season, uh, it was the fifth a conference in the country on the Ken Palm ratings. UCLA was the regular season champion. Arizona won the conference tournament. There were four teams that made the tournament. UCLA got a two seed. They made the Sweet 16. Before losing to Gonzaga, Arizona was also a two seed, but they lost in the first game to Princeton. USC was a 10 seed and lost in the first round to Michigan State. And Arizona State was a 11 seed, and they beat Nevada in the first four and then lost to TCU in the round of 64. Uh, the all-conference members from last year are Umar Ballo, who is back at Arizona, Tiger Campbell, who started his pro career, Brandon Carlson is back at Utah, and Folly Dante is back at Oregon, Tristan Da Silva is back at Colorado, Boogie Ellis back at USC, Mohamed Gay started his pro career, Jaime Jaquez Jr. also started his pro career, Drew Peterson exhausted his eligibility, and Azulis Tubelis started his pro career. Those are the first team because the Pac-12 does 10 players in the first team, which I don't agree with. And when we give our conference, uh, all-conference predictions, we will be doing the normal five players per team, like it should be. But on the second team, which is really the third team, uh, Keon Brooks Jr. is back at Washington. Desmond Cambridge Jr. exhausts his eligibility. Jalen Clark started his pro career. Spencer Jones is back at Stanford. And KJ Simpson is back at Colorado. So of those uh, first and second teams, we have a lot of returning talent. Nobody in there transferred. So everyone either started their pro career or is back at college. So definitely a lot of good players uh, up top. New coaches. Uh, don't, there's only one coach. Maybe should have been a few more new coaches. That's... Uh, there, there should have been a few more new coaches, but Mark Madsen is a big upgrade for Cal, replacing Mark Fox, who was fired after Cal was an absolute dumpster fire. And yeah, Cal is looking kind of good this year, but we will discuss that shortly. So we will break down our first team, our all-conference teams. So um, who do you have as your player of the year, Owen? Uh, I went with Umar Ballo. Uh He is overweight as he showed up. That is my one worry. Uh, but I'm going best player on the best team. I have Arizona winning the conference. And, I mean, Umar is a low down low. I mean, messed up Ryan Kalkbrenner. He messed up 
Brandon Carlson. He's messed up a ton of great defensive bigs, and he should rack up some rebounds and average a lot of points. Kyle, who do you have as your player of the year? I got Boogie Ellis, best player on my best team. Uh, you know, he's been creating for for years, and I, he seems to be getter, getting better as, as the years go on, um, you know, becoming more of a complete player. Um, and I think, you know, he's he's going to be the star. So looking forward to, you know, his best year, hopefully. Yes, I also have Boogie Ellis as my player of the year. I think that a lot of it determines on USC's team success because I think he's going to really get buckets either way. But if they're close to Arizona or even potentially first, as could definitely happen, then I think he has a great shot at it. Um, moving down my first team, I'm just going to list some guys off and then we can see where we have them. Um, I have Tristan De Silva on my first team as well. Do you guys have him there? Valid, valid. I have him just off. I have him and one other guy. We'll get to. I have as my top second team guys. Okay. So, oh, and you can name another player on your first team then. Uh, and I assume this is the player you guys do not have on your first team. I have a Dembona from UCLA. Uh, I view him as the best defensive player in the conference. He's going to be asked to score a lot more with Jaime gone, Tiger gone, uh, J-Rock, Amari. There's there's just a lot of scoring that's leaving UCLA, and Adem's going to be asked to do a lot more. And I, I think he'll rebound the ball better, and obviously his defensive uh, abilities speak for themselves. Yes, I have him on my second team. Definitely could have been first team, as you said, the best defender yeah, in the conference. I, I went too positional. Like if I if I could have loaded up on forwards, like he could have easily been first team. Like, but I went really positional. So yeah, did you have him on any Second of your team. all? Con- okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So Kyle, let's see. Okay, yeah, Kyle, you can name another player that we have not gone to so, on your first team. I have KJ Simpson as my first team point guard. So I'm a little bold, but. Um, I think KJ was a little on and off last year. You know, he, he had his games where he's a little inefficient, you know, but he's a really, I think he knows this year that he, he's got to be the man. Like, you know, especially they didn't go out and get guys like Dalton Necht, like maybe everyone thought, get a Graham Ike. Like, you know, I think Tad Boyle expects him to be the number one guy. And I think he's going to really prove it this year. And, um, you know, Tristan's a really good co-star. 100 percent he's got nba skills i think he could have been a pro this year but again um you know having him next to kj is gonna help but i think again um having those shot creating guards means more than anything and kj is that guy so yeah another player on my first team is keon brooks jr um maybe a little bit of a stretch here he was not super efficient but at the same time he really put up some buckets and He's likely going to do that again, and Washington will likely be a little bit better than last year. So if Washington is a certain amount, uh, reached a certain point, and he's really putting up numbers, I think it'll be hard to leave him off the first team, or at least maybe you can slide him down a second team, but... I yeah, think he's... you know, what helps, right, is his usage rate is going to be very high, right? Like, so if yes. Washington comes, like, top six, you're going to have to put him first team, I feel like. Yes, and I think um, he has some better uh, facilitators around him this year. So maybe sure. he that uh, efficiency goes up. 100%. Maybe. Yeah. 
I see I, where I the hype comes though, from right? with Washington. You know, I'm starting to look at Washington and kind of see where I'm just not fully bought in yet, but yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna name my next player. We probably all have him high. It's Brandon Carlson. Is he a first team for both of you? Yeah, I, I got him first team. I, I flirted with putting him Pac-12 Player of the Year. I mean, he's going to put up numbers. He's Utah's clear best player. Like, there's no one close to his level on that roster. Uh, he's a elite defender. He can score the ball from all three levels. Uh, I think it's gonna be really hard to leave him off. The first team, especially the ten-person pack first team. I mean, he's gonna make that. But oh, in our five-person version, he, I, I feel very confident thinking Brandon. Yeah, Carlson I should have probably that. stayed away from positional because, like, Brandon Carlson's better than the Jalen Tyson. There's no doubt about it. Um, I love Jalen Tyson. The reason I didn't put Carlson on there because I had to have Ballo and De Silva on there for me. So I didn't even put Carlson on second team like an idiot. So I'm gonna definitely like. We're just gonna throw him on the first team. I'll move Tyson off, um, because Tyson, Tyson's gonna have a high usage, sure. But is his waiver even confirmed yet? No, but I mean, I would no. think he would get one since the circumstances that went on at Texas Tech with like uh, Mark Adams uh, okay. doing some. Yeah, I'm about suspicion. to say. So there's obviously that aspect too. So I'll cite Carlson's really damn good. I mean, you know, and I, I have Utah top six too. So I mean, that's one of the reasons to put him there. So yes. I'll put him on first team. That's valid. Do either of you guys have a first team member that we haven't listed off? I do have Isaiah Collier. Um, I feel very confident he's gonna be the best freshman in the country. Um, he's gonna rack up assists, he's gonna average points, gonna get rebounds. Uh, he's going to get in the passing lanes as he does. Uh, I feel very strong about him being the best uh, point guard in the pack and maybe the best overall guard. I have him and Boogie in the full USC backcourt on Pac-12 first team. Good job, yes. What about you, Kyle? Have we named off all your yeah, first team? I have Boogie Ellis, of course, too. He's my yeah, I mean, yeah, it goes without saying. Right. Um, yeah, for my second team, I have, let's see, I have Collier, uh, Bona, uh, another player that I have is Arizona point guard Kylan Boswell. I think he is in for a huge year. He's one of the most obvious breakout players in the country. With uh, Obviously, last year he was hurt at the beginning of the year and was playing really good at the end of the year. Uh, earned a spot on the U19 FIBA USA team this offseason. So I think he's just going to be in for a big jump. Obviously, Arizona loses a lot to guard position. So, yeah, I have him on my second team. Caleb Love. Um, oh, and who's another member of your second team? Uh, I mean, we, we've named KJ. We've yes. named uh, Tristan. And we briefly talked about Jalen Tyson. The one other guy I have on my uh, team is in Folly Dante. Uh, I almost I had him Pac-12 first team. I mean, I think he's one of the best bigs and not just the Pac-12, but the country. Uh, I mean, he does everything a traditional big uh, can do. He'll score in the post. He'll defend. He's a semi-switchable. Uh, and he rebounds really well. So I feel uh, like he, he's going to have a big year and he could even contend for Pac-12 player of the year. Yeah. I love the Pac teams because there's like, there's so many right answers. Like you can't really like invalidate a lot of these answers. There's so many good players in this conference this year to me. Like what I have is my, as my four, um, I have Spencer Jones. Um, Spencer Jones is so good to me. Like, 
he's just on an absolute dumpster fire of a team, like and of a program right now. Like I'm mean, they're good on paper. Don't get me wrong. They are they've been good on paper the last couple of years. Um and he's just decided to see it through. Props to him in a way, but at the same time, like maybe you want to improve your situation a little bit. You know, I don't know, but um he's a really good player, elite three level scorer. He can switch again, probably one through four. I won't say obviously five, but he's quick. Um, yeah, Spencer Jones can just do so many things on the floor. Um, so I have him there and I, I have a feeling he might not be on maybe your guys's, but yeah, I actually I, I do have him, him third team. Yeah, I have him third team as well. Okay. Um, the last member of the second team that has not been listed off. I have Fardaz Amac on my second team. I think he was uh, almost underrated at Texas Tech. I feel like everyone kind of acted like he was bad, but like he was good when he played. I mean, he averaged like 11 and 8 on not healthy at all. I mean, he was really good on Utah Valley, obviously. Like he was an absolute double-double machine. One of the best rebounders in the country. I think he will be either the star or co-star along with uh, Tyson, who I have on my third team. So yeah, I, no, I am really high on does unnecessary hate. I feel like after his tenure at Texas tech, you know, like he played half the season. He he gave him immediate scoring, Um, you know, and I've seen that badly needed it, especially in the front court. Um, You know, a lot of people are just thinking of dolls as a player. He's never been like, you know, he's never been like a really good defender. I'm going to be honest. Like he's not as mobile as other bigs, maybe in the pick and roll defensively. So like, obviously he's going to need to improve a little bit in that area, but like he does what he did last year. Like, and he scores the ball. He's a very skilled guy. He's going to crash the glass. Like that's what you're going to get out of him. And I guess people at in the big 12 had maybe too high of expectations for him. Like, you know, that's the type of player he is like, I don't know. Yeah, um, those that's uh, my second team. Is there anyone on any of your guys' second team that we I have? I have Keon's second team, um, yeah. so we went over him. Um, I have Adam Bona, Collier, and Kylan Boswell. So, uh. Yes, let's see. Third team, we've talked about KJ Simpson, Spencer Jones, and Jalen Tyson. I have Dylan Andrews for UCLA. I feel like someone has to take a step up at the guard position. There's a few different candidates, but... He's been in the system for a year, so I just I would put Dante on my third team. Okay. Yes. Oh, and what are your thoughts about that as a UCLA fan? Uh, I I really do like Da. Uh, I'm on my defensive team. I'm like a great defender. He'll control the uh, point guard like really, really well. Control the tempo. But I don't have him on any team. I think he's just off. I think there's like a group of like eight guys that's really close. Yeah, it, like I, I, I have third team is Lazar Stefanovic. Uh, he's I think he's going to lead UCLA in scoring. Uh, he's their best perimeter option. Um, he, he rebounds the ball well, and he's an underrated passer. So I think under mixed co- coaching, I think he'll break out. Lazar's definitely uh, under the radar, man. Like I mm-hmm. think he can really take a step up under Mick. I think yeah, I compare him a lot to single bot. You know, like. He's going to be nice coming off those screens. Um, you know, he's a really, he's got a really good skill set. Um, you know, maybe 
How efficient was he at Utah? I don't think it was maybe the best. It was around like 37, 36. Yeah, 36. that's what I thought. I, mean, I got it right here if you want me to look. I think he's uh, going to step it up, though. 30, 37, 36, 87. Yeah, his usage is going to be up for sure. Um, So, no, I think it's a valid choice for third team for sure. Yes. Um. Let's see. Uh, the final member of my third team is Jordan Pope. I almost didn't have him on, but I think he might get yes. some really good stats and he will just throw him on the third team because he'll just rack up numbers. He might have 20 a game. I mean, I'm, yes. I'm thinking like he might. And it's definitely. hard to leave him off if he does that, even though Oregon exactly. State's going to be terrible. Right, you really can't. He's going to be one of the top transfers in the country after this year. When he enters the portal, he needs he'll to have get out of there. All man. those top teams. He's so good, that. man. No. Oh. So he under control. I have one more guy we haven't named. I have Pelly Larson on third team. Okay. Uh, I know Arizona coaches are extremely confident in him breaking out. Um, I have Kylan second team, which we said, but I was just going to say, I think Kylan or Caleb Love takes that t- second team spot. I think they average similar points. I just have Kylan averaging more assists. That's why I have him there. And okay. he's a better defender for what yeah. the voters, uh, for how much they consider that in. I mean, Pele, there's a ton of confidence in Tucson right now about him making that next step into the mid-teens on points. Yeah. Defends, I'd say, one through four. So I, I think he could. this could be his year that we thought he would have last year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Kyle, any players that we have not named off on your all-conference teams? Um, you know, I, no, I think that's, that's pretty much everyone. Okay. Um honorable mention team i'll put like isaac jones maybe but you know there's just so many players in this conference that you could put on teams yes um so do we want to move on to our top 10 transfers in the league for uh doing a little bit more players because obviously higher caliber players so let's see i i'll go start with my number one i have um bardas as I mean, I've clearly stated how I was high on him earlier. Um, who was your number one transfer, Owen? I have Fardas, too. I got Jalen Tyson one. I think it's neck and neck. Um, I think there's a top three that's clear, in, or top four, I'd say, that's clear. And um, I mean, I think Tyson's going to break out. I mean, he's younger than Fardas, so I think he's a bit more of a ceiling. Uh, and this is no discredit to Dawes. I, I'm just very high on uh, Jalen Tyson, he's that prototypical wing you look for, uh, length, and he can get his own shot. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what he can I do. I got Tyson right on, too. Yeah, so I think what puts him over the top for me is what Tyson can do on both ends. Like, I think Tyson can really be a good defender in this conference, be one of the best, honestly. So, um, you know, that's what's going to put him over Dawes for me. So where where do you, do you have Dawes at two, then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, think I did it's... have Tyson at three uh, because at two, I have Caleb Love. I think Tyson is more of a, you know what you're going to get. And I think his, the average outcome is definitely higher for Tyson, but I think Love is in the right position if he's ever going to be good. And I've kind of bought into the vision that Tommy Lloyd is going to make him a effective enough basketball player because He's not going to put up with him just shooting contested threes. And he's also not really going to be the point guard like he was. And he's hopefully going to play more in the system. 
And I don't think Tommy Lloyd will be afraid to bench him if he's not playing well, which is uh, definitely a huge coaching upgrade uh, going from Hubert is not a good coach. But yeah, so that's why I've met two. There's a little bit of risk factor. I could have had him lower if you just based on what he did in North Carolina, but I think he's actually going to take the next step. Um, Let's see. Oh, and who do you have at three? Do you have him or... I have a loss there. I got C Love at four, and I completely agree. I think Caleb Love probably is a better basketball player than uh, Dawes, Lazar, and maybe Tyson. I just think those guys will have more opportunity. They have less talent around them. Lazar's surrounded with youth, and Cal has no bench. I'd be surprised if Tyson and Dawes aren't both playing as many minutes as they can. Um, at Arizona, you still have Jaden Bradley and KJ Lewis, who uh, are good depth pieces, which we'll get into later. And I think Caleb's leash just will be a bit shorter on his inconsistent days. Um, but I mean, I still have him averaging 14, 15 on much better efficiency. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm agreeing that he's been the next step. UNC's stagnant offense was horrible for him, and Tommy Lloyd's uh, ball movement focused offense should really benefit him. Yeah, so I did I- have Lazarette. 10 i probably should have had that higher i i should have that higher but i originally didn't have him on my list and i knew i needed to put him on there i i should probably have him higher there's just so many outcomes with you there so. there's just like so many different guys that could be the guy and i don't know i, I should probably move him up but like are we counting ucla ucla's overseas guys that's the real thing well i mean they're, I mean, they're, they're all they're all gonna be there they're, they're yeah. all they're all signed committed Okay, I mean, as like transfers. I mean, oh, obviously not from college, but okay, that's cool. Right. It, that would be a whole different list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So who do you have at three? So I have Isaac Jones. I think Isaac Jones is going to be a heavy usage guy. I think he's, to me, he's a clear number one option. Like, you know, what he can do is a three-level scorer. Um, you know, I, I think Yesifu's going to struggle, you know, cause he's really undersized. Like he's quick. He's six foot. Um, you know, I think creating a shot could be challenging for him. Isaac Jones is six, nine strong frame. Um, I think he's just got serious, serious potential on both ends. Um, and I think, you know, a team like Wazoo, which, um, you know, you don't know what to expect. I think he's going to get a lot of looks. So I'm going to put him three. Yeah, I have him at nine. I really like him, but at the same time, it kind of worries me how bad Idaho was. I know he was like, he was honestly one of the best mid-major players in the country, despite Idaho being so bad. But there's some of those guys from bad schools that transfer beautifully, but we'll see. I mean, you know, it doesn't, it it, obviously it draws concern when you're from. I also am a little concerned about how he sizes up with there's so many just dominant bigs. He's not really as tall as them, so I worry that could pose some issues because he can't he can't stretch the floor. Um, sure. I mean, he's still like super athletic, really efficient inside. How is he shooting wise? Uh, he, he's he just dunks the ball. Okay, you know what? My fucking team. <laughs> I thought he was a three level scorer. He was not, but he's he's still gonna be like. I mean, Wazoo needs somebody who can dominate in the paint for sure. So if he's like a rim runner, dunker, that changes a lot. He'll still be very good, though. Of course. 
I'll I'm split gonna, you guys. I, I haven't met six, and I'll move Caleb Love. Maybe we average. Caleb Love was definitely in the running. Caleb Love is three. Okay. Oh, and who do you have at five? I have Jaden Bradley. Um, and I, I probably should have had Caleb Love higher, and maybe all the way at one when I have Bradley this high. When I'm looking less on opportunity. But I think Bradley, I have him as my Pac-12 six man of the year right now. I think he'll come off the bench, average like eight and four, eight and five even. He, he's going to push the pace and distribute the ball. And, I mean, he defends. The shot's obviously a work in progress, but I, I feel very comfortable about his role, and I don't think he is a low floor at all. Yes, I actually have him fifth as well. I originally had him a little bit higher, but the fact that he's not going to be starting is – likely is what kind of held me back a little bit on him and the fact that he can't shoot. But I mean, he was still an impact player for the number one overall seed last year. So, and combined with uh, Tommy Lloyd's coaching, which is obviously really going to help him. I had him at five at my number four. I have Moses Wood. Moses Wood is a very efficient scorer. He has good size, can play like three, four, a little bit like small ball five. He can really shoot the ball. He's just a really good three-level scorer. Um, he's all experienced. I think he's going to fit in well next to Keon uh, with Wood and more of a like shooter. Um, so I think that's going to go over well there. So, yeah, I am high on Moses Wood. I originally yeah. had him a little lower, but I looked at his like efficiency and it's he is very good. I have a wood at four too, because I think he's going to get a lot of shots. Um, you know, uh, especially Washington shooting wise, like that's my big thing with them. Like he's going to be responsible for almost all of the shooting. Like he needs to him, be him and Keon, him and Keon. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Keon's a pretty solid shooter. Um, yeah. again, he's going to be dominating the ball a bit, so I feel like. Moses is going to get a lot of the off-ball looks. Yes. Um, so, you know, Moses has got to knock those down, and I've seen him knock them down for years. So Moses can score at all three levels. Um, he He's really, really good. So I think as far as usage goes, that's why I gave him the edge over my number five, who's Jaden Bradley. So We all had Bradley at five. Yeah. Did you have yeah, Moses Wood? On... In yeah, your... I had him at seven. So okay. next up on mine, yeah. You Let's guys just had enough on Moses Wood. Have we, we all listed our fantastic. top five? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'll just go to my number six then. Is Jalen Cohn? He uh he can really score the ball. He'll be getting shots in the guard position, especially with uh Mike Meadows not being at Cal anymore. I mean, we've seen he's a proven like high major level fringe starter. He can really shoot the ball. I've transferred to NAU where he was more of a scored and just a pure shooter. And yeah, I think he's now that he's old, more developed. He's really going to carry a lot of the scoring load in that Cal uh, backcourt. So yes, I am a Jalen Cone guy. Uh, was he on either of your guys? I, I have, yeah, I've been part of the so, list. I mean, but yeah, he's there. Okay. Um, he's gonna he's gonna score. I mean, he's their best perimeter guy. I mean, yeah, Tim and Tyson. Sure. So he's gonna put points. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Owen, what's your highest uh guy that we have not knocked out? At nine, I have uh Keyshaw Johnson. Okay, I, have him I at think eight. he's uh, yeah. I, watching, I mean, obviously, gonna take uh international tour games with a grain of salt, 
but the way that Arizona runs in transition with their uh, two bigs and one big always follows, or I mean, I guess Keyshaw's a forward, but he'll be playing that Tabellis role. He's going to just get uh, probably average like eight just in transition alone. Trust him to get like a bucket or two more. He's, he's going to put up numbers. Like he, and he's there. He, he's key because he's a great defender as well. Big step up from Tubelis. Yeah. Keisha Johnson is a player that I kind of had a little bit low because you know what you're going to get out of him. But it also why I put him on the list because you know what you're going to get out of him. Like he's not going to be putting up double digits, not going to be putting up like 15 a night, but he's going to, he can score the ball. He can shoot the ball a little bit. Like he can be a really solid defender, rebounder. And yeah, you know what you're going to get out of him. He's going to be a solid Pac-12 starter and he's going to do what you ask him to do, which is why I had him at eight. Um, Let's see, Kyle, how many players have we not discussed on your top 10? So the next guy waiver depending is, and I have Davion Smith. Um, I think he's going to have a big scoring load for Washington. I mean, for Utah, you know, like as far as guards go for Utah, as far as shot creators, like they have a lot of guys that play off the ball, right? And they have a lot of good guys for their system. As far as shot creation goes, I think Davion is going to be given the keys, like, He's going to, you know, Craig Smith is going to be like, yeah, you know, down the stretch, we're going to need a bucket. You're going to have to create off the bounce. You know, you're really quick. Um, Get get by your defender. And I think he is a lot of upside for sure. He's a little undersized, but he makes up for it with his quickness off the dribble. Um, I think he's got a, a solid mid range, but obviously extending his range to the three point line is going to take some work. But I mean, again, I think a lot of this list has to do with usage as well uh, for me. Um, so I'm going to put him at six. Yeah, I'm not super high on him. He hasn't been like that good, but at the same time, he has the tools. The for tools sure. are there. And, and I, I love don't Craig know that he's... Yes. Love Craig I, He's a lot better than Josh Passioner, who's oh, pretty bad. Um, so let's see. Owen, how many players have we not named on yours? one and uh yeah I'll, I'll touch more on dave once we get to utah i'll yes. say my last guy is Jalen wells uh, uh d2 transfer to wazoo uh six seven shot like 52 44 splits last year could score from all three levels uh he can pull up he can create his own shot he's got athleticism to play at the high major level uh he, he's one of the few guys i like on washington state so i think he's gonna have a pretty big year yeah, I did not have him in my top yeah. 10, but I do like how he translates. Like, a lot of times, you do transfers, you don't know how they're going to move up. Like, he is a solid, like, what is he, like, six seven or so? Like, he can score yeah. from all three levels. Like Strong, too. He's not skinny, six seven. Mm-hmm. That's what you worry about sometimes. Yeah. But the last player that we have not talked about in my list, I have number seven, I have Jared Bynum. He was a little bit questionable this past season, but he was really good two years ago at Providence, and he's a big step up from Michael O'Connell. So I don't know how much I really love Jared Bynum, but I think he's like a he's been all conference in a power six, so it's hard to just leave him off here. So that is why I have him at seven. Uh, Kyle, have we named off everyone on your top ten? Yeah, so I have Lazar at seven. Um, okay. I'm going to have Jalen Wells at 10. I'm going to have Isaac Jones at eight. And then at nine, I'm going to have Jalen Cohn. Okay. Well, that is our top 10. We have five breakout players. Um, Let's talk about Jared Bynum a little bit. Okay. You know, okay. Um, cause 
I used to love Jared Bynum two years ago, man. He was so clutch for Providence. Oh, my goodness, the, the big shots he hit. But, like, last year, you know, I think everyone shooed in that he was going to be good last year, and it just yeah. fell apart. He had a lot of usage. He was used a lot, and then Cooley moved him to the bench even, you know, I think three-quarters of the way through the year. So, um, I just feel like size-wise, I worry. Like, you know, he is 5'11". I know he's proven he can do it at his size, but especially defensively. And then under Jared Haas, which is a big coaching downgrade. I don't know. I think it could be a bit of an awkward fit for me. So, I mean, I wanted to put him there. I look, you know, at Stanford's roster. I'm like, oh, Jared Bynum. There he is. It's like big name for sure, but just not sold on the fit. Yes. So Yeah, I had him at a I'm – I just don't think Stanford's going to be good, and that's wow. the reason I left him off. I think he's going to take less shots because I think Andre's going to take a lot of shots as Spencer long with Spencer Jones. Jones and, yeah. uh, I, I just he'll be a distributor. I I, I could be fine with him being on the list, but I'm now he's a big him. upgrade for Michael O'Connell. That is for sure. Michael it's O'Connell definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. So moving to our breakout players, five breakout players. I'm just going to get Boswell and Dylan Andrews out of the way. I mean, those are those are givens based on. (laughs) Yes. So for my third one, I have Corin Johnson. Um, I think there is a chance that he ends up starting at that two spot, and he definitely flashed a lot of his abilities last year. Uh, Can score, can sort of pass. Was a good on ball defender, and I think there's just a chance he makes takes the next jump if he gets some minutes. So yeah. Um, he was definitely I'm a big fan of it's just yeah that Washington backcourt is so crowded they have so many guards mm-hmm. um, and, well, well I'm a big Corin fan I'm, I'm honestly higher on Wes Yates and I think that okay. will limit Corin's minutes a bit okay so let's see Owen did you have Boswell and Andrews yeah I feel like those are the bingo free spaces man we all have that <laughs> all right so who's your <laughs> other next player uh, my next guy I'll name is Jemiah Neal uh, of Arizona State. Uh, I'm not high in Arizona State at all, but I do have him starting at the three. And I know people inside Tempe are very high on him. Uh, and I think he'll have a big season while Arizona State is terrible. Uh, I think he'll get into double digits. And he wasn't efficient last year. Knowing Arizona State's offense, he probably won't be efficient this year, but he'll put up points. And right. I, I was mainly looking for opportunity on my breakout guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Kyle? I got Vincent Uchaku, who had basically didn't he have like a seizure as well last year, right? Yeah, it was kind yeah, of the no, same situation as Bronny. Right, as Bronny, right? Seven two. Uh, pretty sure he's very athletic from what I see. He seems very in shape. Um, I think he you know, he's obviously going to be able to protect the rim. He looks very athletic. Um, again, I think USC has been like big man U over the years. You know, they, they have had very talented bigs and I'll give Enfield some credit. They, they do a good job with bigs over there. Um, and getting them looks, I don't know how much he'll be involved in the offense, but I know he's going to be a very underrated defender. And I, I think he's going to be playing a lot of minutes this year and, uh, they're going to expect big things from him. Yes. Uh, for my next breakout player, I have Kamani Winsu. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier, it might've been, uh, off air but that he is just like he has a tools really athletic pretty good size and i think he's a guy if he gets the minutes because washington state has a lot of questions about who could fit in that starting lineup he can play a few different positions 
So I think he's a player that could, I mean, have a because he, he was international, right? Yeah, so he came from France. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. So he's a guy like in the second year uh over from international play can uh, really now that he knows like the system of college basketball more can really step into his own because Wazoo has a lot of guys like that that could really step up but could also not be that good. So yeah, oh and you can I'm uh, kicking myself because I, I wish I put Wensu, but I went with a different Wazoo player. I went Jade Mullins and he already had a good okay. season last year. Like eight points, but I think he'll average maybe double that without Powell, without Rodman, without Bomba. Uh, he's their main premier guy, and the guy can shoot. If well, you get him off his, screen, his efficiency was so shoot. insane last year. That's why I like yeah. I didn't really consider him for me because like he was so good efficiency wise. But like he's going to get a lot more looks this year. So you were right about that. Yes. All right, Kyle. Who is your? He, he can player? shoot moving too. He he doesn't need mm. to be still. Oh, like yeah. if he's coming off the screen, you better of be. You, you um, should be I have um, Wazoo's a really popular pick. I think they're full of just breakout candidates. Like there's so many guys. I, I have Miles Rice. Um, I think they really need somebody who can be a floor general. Uh, you know, somebody who can really be dynamic, and they're gonna be searching for those especially like a two guard. I think a two guard is definitely something they need. I think yes, if it was more of a PG, um, you know, I think especially in the pack 12, I want somebody with a good frame, six, three, like miles races. I think he's quick. He's a bit lanky and wiry too. So um, he can get, get his shots and rise up above defenders. So I think he's got a lot of upside, um, and I'm really excited for uh, Washington State because, I mean, uh, I have Jalen Wells as well as another guy who can. I do have one question. How can he be a breakout player if he has not played a college basketball game before? I mean, isn't that? What's he breaking out from? He didn't play last year. Breaking out on the scene, right? (laughs) Um, Correct. I mean... I'll give it to you because he's been with the program for two years. If he actually is like really good, then sure. Yeah, it's not like he's a complete freshman. But, you know. Yeah, he is a junior classes wise, or he's in his third year of college. Um, so yeah, my third player was, or my fifth player was someone that isn't really like a true breakout player, but I had Brandon Angel because he was just so good at the end of last year. And if he continues that and he can just like, double his production almost so i just uh went with that because if he continues that hot streak yes owen do you have a fifth player my last guy was vincent Wachuku as well as uh adding on to kyle i mean if anyone is gonna score double digits outside of that backcourt i do think it will be vince you could argue kobe but uh vince i mean former five star he's he can shoot it's really athletic. He has a post hook. Um, I think he could definitely start over Josh Morgan. I think that'll be a battle, and they'll probably both get around the same minutes. But if I'm very high on Vince as well, I think he could yes. break out. He was definitely someone that was like, maybe I should put him. Um, I obviously didn't, but like, I just I thought of a really play. good one. I think you guys are going to like this one. Lawson Lovering. I think he's very intriguing, right? The minutes he gave a Colorado last year, they he showed some really good flashes, and I think 
you know, you think of Craig Smith and how he's been able to develop bigs, you know, the Carlson twins, well, one of the Carlson's, but, um, you know, and I, they're, you, not, they're not related. There's minutes. Available. There is there's no minutes relation available at the, uh, at the four spot. So he is, I five. feel like, I think they might play Carlson a little bit to four. I, I have them starting too big with uh, Carlson at the four and, um, Lawson at the five. However, I Lover see can no offensive it too, I believe. from Lawson. Nah, he's terrible from yeah, the line. And he, I, let, let's pull up the numbers. <laughs> I do agree, though. Craig Smith can really coach base. I mean, you look what he did with Nemius Keda. I think Lawson's biggest thing is his motor. Um, I think his motor is definitely the biggest thing. You know, Tad's a very hard coach, and, you know, he – he kind of didn't love when, you know, he's not running up and down the floor very hard. You know, he definitely had trouble getting up and down. So that's something they're going to have to work with for sure. But again, there's a lot of potential there for sure. I am disappointed that he did not transfer to Wyoming now. I know. I know. I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. I think he should have stayed at Colorado low key. They were upset when they lost him. Um, They didn't want to lose him because, you know, obviously they have a high ceiling and, did you guys see Eddie Lampkins like in the hospital or something like on his story? I... I've been seeing he's in like the hospital bed. I mean, Eddie's Eddie's a crazy guy, man. He's always you never know what he's doing. And I hope he's all right. If whatever's going on, man, because they obviously need him. Yeah, I mean, he's been I don't know. I didn't see that. Assault, obviously, yes. but... I didn't see that either. So moving forward oh. to all freshman team, making this list, I realize how many good freshmen there are in the conference. Like so many guys that can really be good, like starters right away. Like I left a handful of players off that are going to be starters. So um, let's see. Do we all have Jackson Shellstad? Yeah, and I'll carry that in. Shellstad is going to be a dude. Like yes. he can he- score, he can get his own. You guys I think to be tell me more about him, man. I've never heard of the dude. So six foot. Uh, if if he was six two, because in, in ranking sites, obviously look at NBA potential too. He'd be top ten in the country. Where, uh, is, I mean, where does he play? Oregon. Uh, he played at Westland, Peyton Pritchard School. Oregon so got another Oregon. Pa- Oregon's the only up. school that still has their twenty two, twenty three rosters up. So you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now well, he can shoot. Lights yeah. out shootery defense. He can pass. He'll be really good. And yeah. just I'll say, I assume we all have Isaiah Collier on this. Yeah, that's right. What I, that's what I was about He's to say. Number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, let's Kyle see. Two, right. I, I'd kind of like to take this over just with, uh, the UCLA Internationals. I have a both yeah. Bur- a Burke, Tunsil, and the Daimara uh, on this. I'm very high on both of them. I think Burke is going to be one of the most. I think he's. We might have lost for the best all around freshman in the country. He can do a bit of everything. Oh, yeah, it glitched out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Burke is going to be great. Adai is going to be great. I have uh, Burke. I do not have a day. I wanted to have him on, but there's just too many good freshmen. But completely yeah. understand. Completely understand. Yeah. Kyle, let's hear uh, some of yours. So, yeah, I have a day, Mara. Um, okay. So. Is Jalen Wells a freshman or is he transferring? Oh, he's a, we've been we uh, I know he's, he's a transfer. Right. And it's our D2. Yeah. Um hmm. Let me do a little bit of research here. Obviously, that was the one section I kind of left off for last. 
All right. Well, I'll just continue while Kyle is thinking about who's a freshman and who's not, because uh, it's a little bit of gray area for him. But I have Andre Stojakovic. He's going to get buckets. He's Stanford's like he's the only player on Stanford that can really create for himself, I think. Would that be I'd a fair assessment? There too. Yeah, but I, a, bit, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But like most of their players, it's like catch and shoot, like. I think Andre can, like, create a little bit. Yeah, he's definitely their best perimeter creator. He has a bag. I think I got one. You is can tell me if you know much about this kid. Yes, he is. Aomai Bamasu. He's from Monverde Academy. He's 6'7". Utah's apparently... He's at Utah. Who is it? So I don't even have him in their gun, man. It's this guy, Aomide Bamazil. It seems intriguing. Like anybody who's a Mount. Verde. I think there's too much pack freshman talent for. This him is crazy. Like, I mean, Utah's getting somebody like that. I've never even heard of this guy. It jumps off the page. Look at Utah's either. roster real quick. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this guy? Twenty-three. 23? I knew I was okay. scared when I uh, heard you said you had someone. <laughs> How do you spell it? So it's um he's on the roster, but I don't know. Is he a scholarship player? He's from Nigeria. If he's a walk on, this makes it even better. <laughs> I mean, a Montverde, a Montverde walk on. Yeah, uh, I mean, people... he didn't. He must have been on their post grad team because he was. I do not re- remember a guy named that. That's, uh... that's interesting. So they bought low on him. Yeah, you know, he's on the post grad team. Oh yeah, here. Thinking... Oh my. Yeah, I have no idea who this is. I mean, he's he's a real person, and I think he's a freshman. <laughs> I'm gonna look, look on their scholarship tracker. He is uh, yeah, on he's verbal a, he's commits a as a walk on. Okay, what, what are you doing here, Kyle? He's not <laughs> yeah. going to make. <laughs> that was eye candy, man. You know, you know where I'm coming from. When I see somebody who's six seven from Montverde, dude, obviously my eyes are gonna just light up. Okay. That's, that's great. Do you have any members of your? Do you have, I I want to hear who else you have because this is this is, this is fun. Oh, uh, all of uh, Cody Williams. Uh, I like Cody a lot. He's very raw, of course. Um, you know, there's been some question marks about you know his offensive skills. Um, you know what he's gonna bring defensively, but I think he could definitely hit the weight room a little more. Work on his upper body. Definitely. Um, he's definitely a bit of a don maker right now but <laughs> um you know he's definitely got a ton of upside so i don't know how involved he'll be in the offense this year but he's certainly an intriguing guy so yeah i had him on there too i almost didn't put him on there but it was hard for me to leave off like a top five guy yeah. in the country like recruiting rankings wise even though he's a little bit more prospect and player i couldn't leave him off. So that, those are my five. Uh, Shell said Collier, Soyakovich, Williams, and Buyuk Tunsil. Let's see. Owen, are we through? I'll be the I'll be the guy to leave off Cody. I got Sebastian Mack, and that's um, I I, it was him. it was him or Andre for me. And you could say I'm biased. Uh, I tried my. I'm not the highest on this UCLA team even, but he's gonna get minutes, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's he's probably gonna be their third leading scorer. He'll start at the two. And um, we'll play defense. I, I do think Andre will put up probably better numbers, but Stanford's going to be so far behind UCLA. 
that yeah. I think they lean to uh, Mac. And then I'm Cody Williams just he shot 19% on catch and shoot open threes last year in EYBL. He shot 19% overall yeah, from he's three very as well. Wrong. He's gonna be like just a slasher. He's he's yeah. on the Keon Menefield like weight diet plan still, and um, I, I do think he'll be uh. It'll be a great pick, and I'd love his long-term potential, but I, I had him at seven on my overall freshman rankings in the pack. I don't think he's ready. That's for fair. Him. No, I wouldn't have him it's that high, bad. honestly. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. – uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Are we done with both your guys' uh, teams? Yeah. Yeah, on my five. I'd call your shell stud, Matt, be a ton selling Mata. All right. Um, let's see. Kyle – we're we're done with your team, right? I don't want. Oh, yeah, we're done. We're done. Yeah, that's here. good. That's good. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> but yeah, go, going forward to our individual team previews, um, starting from the worst team last season to the best. So we have Cal at the bottom. Um, Cal is going to be good this year. I mean, we already touched on their players, uh, because they're all transfers. But like, I have I okay. So I have them at six this year. Where do you guys have them? I have them at five. I have them at eight, but I can see them as high as six. I think six through eight are very close for me. And the main thing was uh, after Newell, they really don't have a bench. And um, there are two guards that I can see as playable guys are Askew, which, I mean, I don't know how anyone feels about Devin Askew at this point. Uh, Devin Askew fan club over here, man. Come on. I do not hate him as a bench player. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah, I don't either, but I do have him starting. I don't like Jalen Cohn running the one as much as him playing the two and then guarding one on defense. He's just more of a scoring to guard yeah. rather a playmaker. Yes. Um. Yeah, I do agree their bench is a little questionable. Obviously, you have either Askew or Cohn or Kennedy, one of those guys on the bench. Um. I have all three starting. I have Tyson starting at the four, and I have oh, you have New on the bench. Well, well, I like, okay, but I have both okay. those guys coming off the bench. Loki at the end of last year, Monty Bowser was playing decent. Like I was, was looking through breakout players, like he, he was he was decent at the end of last year. So I think he's a guy that like could play like a little bit, but and he's gonna be better under Matson, but not not someone I'm like raving about. It's like he could be a solid yeah. bench player. I think they'll have enough five to get by bench wise. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney Brown does have potential. I've seen him. He's got yes. some length. And I like him. I, I do like Rodney Brown, but I think there's, I think this is just a higher, uh, more up year for talent in the pack. And as I love Madsen, but I just don't think they have as much talent as some of the teams in front of them. Yes. Um. Any Any other thoughts on Cal? Cal? <clears throat> so no, I think um. Obviously, losing Meadows kind of hurts, but they did have a ton of guards on the roster, and really probably wasn't a ton of minutes for him. Now I don't know if yeah, Saint he Louis- he probably didn't leave for no reason. Yeah, um, I don't know if St. Louis is the best choice, but uh, anyways, um, You're I do get like- minutes and probably a bag. That's true. I like Cal. Um, you know, I I've been riding them top five since for a couple of months now. I kind of want to just stay there. Um, I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder as well. Like, you know, I think everybody on that team knows, and there's actually a fair amount of returners on that team, a couple at least. Um, you know, that you know, went through last year, and last year was 
one of the worst seasons from a power five I think I can ever remember. Um, so no, I definitely think, you know, Mark Matson's an elite coach, you know, I, I think he's definitely wearing this on his shoulder too. And I think five through eight are so close to where something like that could just, you know, maybe put them a little bit ahead of, uh, I have Utah at six. So. Okay. So moving forward to Oregon state, who was the second worst team last year, they are going to be the worst team this upcoming season. Jordan Pope is really good. Everyone else is not. Uh, obviously, it really hurts. The other day, Nate Mitoff toward his torn his ACL. So I thought he was going to be good. He's he could. I really thought he was going to be the second best player. Yeah, he's yes. Yeah, so be, now their second confident. best player is Tyler Bilodeau, who's no, whatever. He's not bad, but he's not. Or maybe bad. Michael Rataj, but. I mean, this, let's just say, this is the worst power sex team in the country, and it's not even close. Louisville it, might Pope be bad. Who's worse? Louisville. What? And, no, no, Louisville has, like, some talent. This is They had Louisville. some talent last year. They were also, I mean, eh, you lost Glenn Taylor. I just don't see. It's going to be Jordan this Pope taking, averaging man. 20, and then <laughs> everyone else is Jordan Pope is way better than anyone on Louisville. Besides Trey White, he's still better, but like not like way way better. Right, that's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, you're starting Troll Mary all at the five. Like, and he's not good. Uh, I really don't see. Uh, there's no shooting. There's just nothing. Let me look at this roster real Pope. quick and just absolutely just go into a there's, there's they might not much to see. 30% from three they're gonna have more turnovers and assists they can't rebound uh, the ball I just uh, yeah, it's a it, team it, it is a team and that's all we need to say about Dexter Cano because... baby let's go <laughs> <laughs> what are yeah, we in the... year seven yeah they're they're bad but moving oh. forward to a team that is not completely terrible uh Stanford finished 10th last year I have them tenth again. Um, where do you guys have them? I have them ninth. I have them just ahead of Wazoo. Uh, okay. I think those are pretty interchangeable. Um, Kyle, I love. I have them tenth. Yeah. Yeah, I have them tenth, but I, I see division where they're good. Um, like they have a lot of talent. I mean, obviously, you look down the starting lineup. You have Bynum, who's like been all conference guy. Stojakovic, really talented. Spencer Jones. All-conference guy, Brandon Angel, playing really good at the end of last year. Maxime Reynaud, really solid big. Like, Michael Jones off the bench, he can really shoot. Like, this is not bad talented. I just don't trust Jared Haas. But this is, like, I have them, like, they definitely have upside to finish, like, fifth or sixth or something. Probably like six. They're sure going to score the ball. They're not going to defend. They're not going to defend. Because (laughs) Jared Bynum... Jared Bynum cannot defend. Like Michael O'Connell was an okay defensive point guard. Like he, I, I, I will say, Keenan Carlisle will be a really solid defensive guard off the bench. But yeah, but yeah, there's no other defense. Keith is <laughs> yeah. awful down low. As I know, he's Jared Haas's butler boy, and he's terrible. But you know, he's going to get minutes. He's attractive. If they had Mark Madsen. This is a different team. He he's the guy with the the mouthpiece down low. Oh, uh, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, really good offense, really bad defense. Probably not going to be that good with Jared Haas, but if there's a year that he breaks the curse, it's probably this year. I mean, yeah, the talent is there. Like, this I could probably would have said team. last year, personally, but... I mean, I think they're better this year because Harrison yeah, Ingram was not good. That's Harrison true. Ingram was not good. Michael O'Connell was not that good. Issa Silva was not good, and those are the players that lost, so I'd rather have It's going to be a better team than last year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be marginally better, and it's still going to be maybe they can sneak in NIT, but this can have the same issues as last year. It's just players that are better at those strengths and worse, and, and like equal on those. They're probably going to uh, be a little worse defensively, though. Like you said, O'Connell was probably a bit of an upgrade over Bynum on defense. Yeah, Ingram, Ingram could defend like, too. He could, he could, defend I definitely could defend someone. Yeah, um, this will be one of the most unbalanced teams in the country for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, number nine last year was Washington, who I have at number eight. I think they are extremely talented to some extent. Um, obviously, Brooks, Wood, Braxton, me is an amazing defender. Like, they're gonna have like an elite shot blocker and for all times with Mia and uh, Kepnong. So, like, I, I liked it. It's kind of the same issue as Stanford. At the end of the day, their coach has been bad recently, yeah. despite talent. So that's why I have him. I do have more optimism on this team just because they're going to play faster. They're not going to be in that zone as much this year, and their their focus is going to get out in transition and get more perimeter shots up. Um, and the issue with Washington over these past years is shooting. They have not had like any shooting. You had Moses Wood. Uh, neither of neither, but Mulcahy and Wheeler cannot shoot. I mean, okay, he's all right. You're not going to leave him. Mm-hmm. He's not a willing shooter, man. He does not like to shoot. He was 37% last year. I mean, on how, many attempts, on how many attempts, right? Like, we'll look it up right now. We will. Uh, let's see. That's, uh... he, it's funny. It like, like two years ago, he two? liked to shoot. Last year, he just turned into a distributor. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He used to score the so, ball, though. But... Um, it was on. Uh, yeah, one point eight games. So it's not going to be much, but yeah, and obviously severe. It can't. It can't be worse than Noah Williams. It's that's definitely true. enough. Noah Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's you're not wrong. Not wrong there. Um, I would and really have Keon now. Then Keon yeah, Mayfield. Then the other does. I would agree. But if I have Paul Washington eight as well. well so. Yeah, I was, I was going to quickly say if Paul and Severe aren't playing well, you do have options off the bench. Anthony Holland can also shoot. Um, he can really shoot. I mean, Corn's a solid shooter. So Nate Comies can even shoot if you need to play him. But I mean, obviously making a massive jump from a terrible yeah, team. Man. I've not... kind of grown on him the past few days. Like I still don't love him, but like at the same time, I gotta watch like, some film on he, him. He, for he was sure. he was efficient. Um, he can really create his own shot. Like yeah, he was on a terrible team, so people hype him up more than he should. But like he will be a good player in a few years. Um, for sure. No, I can agree on that. Yeah, like I really like this roster. I just, I do like though that even though their backcourt cannot really score, yeah, Moses Wood and Keon Brooks who can really score. Obviously, Wood can really shoot the ball. Like they'll be able to get to those two guys who will put up a lot of points. And then I think the biggest reason is a lot threat. Live up to the hype, and I, I think Mike Hopkins is an absolutely terrible coach. Personally, um, I think he should have been a canned. I've been calling for his firing for two years. Um, I think he's 
a tier above Jared Haas, but I think he's I think he's worse. Hmm? He's at the last three years. Washington has been outside the top 100 in Ken Palm. Like he just think, can't. He's made a tournament worse than Haas. He, he's made a tournament though. Jared Haas hasn't made a tournament in yeah. eight years at Stanford. I mean, look, the, I I think Mike Hopkins doesn't get enough dirt. Like I just think he's so bad. Like I, offensively, they they just are so stagnant and. I, Maybe that changes this year. I've been hearing it's the offense is a lot more fluid this yeah. year. So hopefully there's optimism there. I'll the, sorry, I'll say the one other thing. They are running straight seniors as they're starting. Like it's, it's going to be an old team. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the age can help a bit. And the one thing is just my biggest thing with him as coach is he just stays in the same zone all year long and just gets torn apart. Like I remember the one year. Um, last year they gave up 40 to TJ Bamba and they gave up 95 to Washington state. And this is a rivalry game. I mean, this is a game where you gotta be, this is your super bowl. Like you gotta show up to that game and they're just completely sleepwalking. Like I would have fired him after that game. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, but I just think the zone can be effective. Like he's from the Jim Bayheim tree, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, so the zone can work. It just needs to be mixed in with man to man. Like I, I've going to play more man this year. I hope so. I hope so. Cause yeah. if they just sit that's, in zone, the whole pack 12 years. knows how to break it now. I think that was made oh, yeah, very obvious bad. last year. I mean, no one struggled against that zone. So. Yeah. I mean, um, that was their main point getting Severe is because Severe wouldn't fit in the zone. They're going to play man and they want him to That's true. Yeah, Severe would not fit on we'll the We'll see top. how it works, but at least he's trying something new. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. He's got to. I mean, he, he his job's on the line. <laughs> yes. Moving forward yeah. to eight, we have Colorado last year, who I have at four this year. Um, I do too. I have the same. Yes. So obviously, we had him at four because. You return Simpson, you return to Silva, you get Eddie Lampkin, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see if, what's going uh, on. I uh, hope he's yeah, good, man. Eddie's a good guy. Yeah, um, uh, so the th- and- thing is about Colorado is I was really high on them in the offseason because obviously we thought we were, they were going to get EK. We thought they were one of the favorites for Dalton Necht, who I think Dalton Necht would have made them unreal because I think they're really missing three-point shooting and off-ball guys. Um. I think that's maybe my biggest concern with them right now. Now I will say, me and Owen are part of the Luke O'Brien hate club. The dude actually oh, he's good now. like good basketball yes. <laughs> last year, man. Like so maybe he can build off of that. Now Javon Hadley is he was good in the he's first bad. half, but he he's was good. So- he just can't shoot. Yeah. He like doesn't you have a what six six non spacer? It's right. Yeah. He's really weird fitting wise. I think people are overrating Colorado a little bit. Like, and I hate to say that because I was one of the first on the wagon last year. I'm like, wait till Tad, you know, gets cooking. But I this, see this them, like, off season. I've kind of gradually been moving them down my rankings Same. a bit. Probably because they got so good early. Like Simpson, De Silva are back. They got Lampkin. They had like a starting lineup early, and then like other teams yeah. just gotten better. Yeah, but I think just a tournament team. I, yeah, I think oh, Hammond's sure. very underrated. Um, yeah. I think the, he's in for a better season. The one um, thing I have about him is he was playing really good when Simpson was out, but Simpson probably won't be out. So uh, right, yeah, I think, a play a nice, like, I think he'll play like a nice twenty-five backing up KJ, mm-hmm. and then I think when Cody shifts to the three a bit, I'm starting at the two. Uh, I mean, you could say he's a three, but I have O'Brien at the three. 
I'll um, say this, Colorado is not a team you want to see in the tournament. Maybe they don't do great in the regular season, but they got so much scoring talent. Um, and you know Tad's going to have them playing defense. So, I mean, they're they're a very sleeper team in the tournament regardless of where they finish, in my opinion. I would agree. And then Cody Williams, as raw as he is, he's a lead in transition, and Colorado will run. They will run, and Cody's going to be – very good in that is his best trait for sure yeah the number seven team out here was utah where i have them at the same spot i have them at seventh um me and owen got them at six right yeah i got moved them up to six yeah yeah i mean i mean they're kind of in that range where there's a lot of teams um obviously carlson's amazing craig smith's amazing outside of that it's a little questionable but like I don't think Davian Smith is going to be eligible. I mean, I'd probably like Worcester more anyway. Worcester's really good. Not... Like he fits his yeah, role great, man. Yeah, he he knows Craig's system so well. Mm. Um, so I think there's just one like the one key spot where they're going to be so good and it's going to help is offensive rebounding. Uh, I really do like the two. They're a really good shooting in... team too. If you really dig in, like they have you do because like look. I was not the biggest Kovajima fan at Washington. He, shoot, he was their best shooter, yeah. right? Now he's one of their shooters. They also have Mason Matson, who I, I like that pickup for depth and just Gabe another Madsen. shooter to have. Gabe Matson. Gabe Matson. He'll start. Yeah, yeah he'll be he, there he was there last year, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I, he, I do have some questions about the shot creation on this team. Yes. It's yes. very That's questionable. Like Bajima is not really like a shot creator. Worcester is not really a shot creator. Like that's why Davion's eligibility is so big to me because they yeah. have such a shot creating flaw. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if he doesn't get cleared, I would move them behind Washington personally. Mm-hmm. I'd move them to nine. I, I do like wow. the guy from Turkey that they got like a month ago. Karahan Efu Glue or however you pronounce it. Yes. Yeah. I do not hate him. <laughs> he he's, he can create a little. Somewhat. I'm gonna say the one thing I I do love is I've moved Ben Carlson out from a starter all the way to the ninth man. I think Kiba. Kiba I I do was... love to hear that. Yes, I have. I like Wilkins exactly, um, and I think Davon would help. But at the same time, they had Mike Saunders last year who could get a bucket, and they didn't even play him. He, yeah. Like he, he barely played. Um, I do think with Craig Smith, man, team. like it don't even matter if you can get a bucket. You have to fit his system. Like he's yeah, such a big exactly. system guy. I feel yeah. like he only recruits guys that he thinks are going to fit his system, and he's only going to play guys that he thinks are going to fit his system. So, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just expecting a small jump from everyone. They went ten and ten in the conference last year, and twelve um, and eight. Maybe. I, I don't know. Some, I, I'm not sure about. That. I think ten and ten again would make sense just with how good. I think it's a very even pack this year. Sure. A little stronger, um, maybe. I think the defense will improve. I really like the Carlson Lovering defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're uh, – I mean, Carlson can get his. They, again, what Austin touched on is there's not really any creation elsewhere, but um, I, I like them overall. Yes. Um, finishing sixth last year was Washington State, who I have finishing ninth this year. Where do we have Wazoo? I got him 10th. I believe I had him 7th or 8th. Let me just double check here. I have them 7th. That is right. Yeah, I'm a little high on them. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're high on them, that just means you're high on Kyle Smith. 
which I yes. absolutely agree with. He's a you know, we've talked coach. about Kyle Smith plenty of times and how he's just been cursed with bad luck. He needs to get out of Pullman. You oh. cannot win there. You he's can't. like he's been so much better than anyone else they've had besides Tony Bennett. Right. Like he needs he needs um, to dip. And it's just like the fans won't ever show up either. You know, they have a huge like alumni problem. The students actually do show up, but they their alumni like their alumni base isn't strong enough to fill the stadium. Even for big games, big ranked games, they hate the stadium's half full. Like they have a really big attendance problem. Um, they, there's a lot of problems in Pullman. Um, recruiting's one of them, obviously. I think Pullman itself is a problem, just the, <laughs> living there it in really general. Is, man. I, I don't want to visit there anytime. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously, they got Isaac Jones. You travel like 10 miles down the road. Is Pullman close to Idaho? It's it's like yeah. ten minutes away it's from the University of Idaho. Like wow, University I didn't know. of Idaho is like okay. right when you get into Idaho, like on the other side of Pullman. Wow, that's they're cool. like right there. All right, well, so, yeah, it's, it's an easy commute for him. So he's familiar cool. enough with the area. He's, uh... But yeah, no, I'm expecting Jalen Wells to really surprise people. Um, he's gonna have a lot of usage. I think Isaac Jones is going to be, you know, Walmart Mogi, um, you know, again, just be like a rim runner, less post skills though. Um, yeah. Obviously. I mean, Mo is a perimeter bag. It's not the he best. Was. Shooter, but like, uh, Mo was very unique. Yeah. Man. Maybe production wise. Uh, Mo is, Mo is in the simple. NBA with the Hawks right now. Like yeah, he, he is, he was an NBA like talent. He was crazy, man. Um, They got yeah. a real steal with him, but anyways, um, I'm not the highest on Yasufu. Um, I know that could be a reason like people have Washington State high, but I think it's really the other guys like Miles Rice. Um, you know, is really gonna win back on the map. And um I love Jay Mullins. Um he is awesome. I mean he's gonna go off. Um, yeah. Guys guys like Jay Mullins are just like some of my favorite parts of college basketball. Like guys that can come off of screens and just make a living. You know, um, it's not easy to move without the ball uh, at, at Division One. It's really tough to come off with tight screens to, you know, get space, you know, when you don't have great off-the-dribble skills. But he's a master at it, man. Um, and he's going to have a big production jump. And the thing with Washington State the last couple of years has been closing games. And I think that can be an issue again. Like, they lost so many close games last year. I remember that year – what was it two years ago they lost every game by like five yeah it was ridiculous man <laughs> like, same thing again. literally yeah um yeah. they just i think they're gonna struggle a little bit of that but i feel like they're due one of these years to just maybe pull out a couple of those to maybe not be completely in like seventh place they actually performed decently in conference last year for as bad as they were i remember their, their numbers in conference are actually pretty decent so um i think they'll do decent here yeah, and they're I always mean, good metrically. They don't win a lot of games. They always are good are metrically, good. of course. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. the biggest question is point guard play. Uh, I mean, Yakamovsky yeah. will be a solid off ball guy. Oh, Isaac gosh. Jones is good. Yeah, I hate him. Yeah, yes, if it was a <laughs> score first point guard. Me, me, and Jesse yeah, and... have talked about uh Jakimovsky quite a bit. <laughs> he is awful, but you know, I it's not feel like awful. Every just, game I watch, he is just bricking, can't play any defense. I'm pretty sure he shot like 38% for three in conference. I guess I just watch every one of his bad games. <laughs> I, I think like the appeal of him is better than him, like as an actual player. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, my biggest question is I just 
like you lose so much talent and yeah that's what i was justin powell was a big loss that, man that I was team a wasn't justin powell fan that team wasn't great anyways like you're not a better team i really like jabe wells and jones but i don't see a way to put them over stanford um i, I think kyle smith is obviously a way better coach but i just yeah. think they really lack talent and yeah i mean I at do, the end of the day the freshman as yeah. I said, the freshman I do like is Ruben Chinello. He'll, he'll be yes, solid, yes, but yes. they just they don't have much. I yeah, think I in mean, the pack, I'll be honest here. Like, there's a lot of teams that aren't that talented. Look at Utah. Utah is not that talented to me, right? I just trust they Craig a lot. Yeah. Elite coaching, and Kyle Smith is not on Craig Smith tier, but he's right below it for me. And like, he can really elevate rosters, man. Yeah. I think the pack, especially, isn't like entirely a talent league. Like, especially like five through 10, like coaching is going to determine what a lot of where those teams finish. Right. Um, yeah. You look at the gaps in coaching between Mike Hopkins and Kyle Smith and Craig Smith. Like there's a big gap between yeah. a lot of those. And I think it's, it might come down to that. We'll see. Maybe it comes down to the talent too, which obviously Washington could be a top five talent team. Like they got tons of talent there. So yeah. we'll see. It's come down to coaching in the past, but, it could come down to talent this year, and we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're losing TJ Bamba, Mohamed Gay, wow. Justin Powell, and DJ Robin. You're that's hard to replace, especially when they did. They did lot. as good of a job as they could, man. It's hard to recruit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah number five last year was Arizona State, who I have a number eleven this year. Where do you? I agree. I have eleven. <laughs> I, I I hate this team. Like I've seen some people like sort of like saying they're not gonna be terrible, which I don't see. Like they lost like everyone good except for Frankie Collins. But if Frankie Collins is like their best player, I'm a little questionable. Like Adam Miller was terrible last year. Adam Miller was he was bad. Like Zane Meeks is okay. I mean, I guess he's it's kind of is what he is. He's like a Stretch they got, four. They got Zane Meeks from uh, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. That's, so yeah that's an fine. interesting pickup. Like I never would have thought a player like him would ever go to like an Arizona State. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that is an odd fit. It I is. do like, like. I think the best way to look at this team is how many people left, especially in the portal. I mean, you yeah. lost Warren Washington, and you lost Devin Cambridge. Warren. If you had those two back, it's a completely different roster. Yeah. Um, you lost oh, DJ Horn. Like it's it's a hey it's a Arizona State, State man is one of the weirdest teams the last couple of years in college basketball. Like <laughs> they take the worst shots like you'll yes. ever see. But like but, there's some games, dude, where you cannot guard them. And you, every team in the country will lose to them when they're making their shots. Like you saw in the tournament this year, like the games they shoot the lights out, man. They look like they can make the elite. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the problem is these guys just aren't good. Like, yeah, these guys yeah. are not like yeah. they don't have the creators they did last year. Like, I, I I do like Jemaine Neal as a breakout, but yeah, I, I hate. I do not I think like transfer losses. Austin Nunez was going to be a breakout guy for them, and he's yeah, gonna, I forgot. Yeah, he, he he's, he's going to be, be good. Really good. He's mm-hmm. gonna be, but yeah, their transfer class. Adam Miller is uh, horribly inefficient. Yeah, uh, obviously you got a Juhu guy Malachi Davis who might be like actually sort of decent. Like I mean. I, I think Adam think... Miller might have good stats because, like, he's going yeah, to he's going to put up numbers, but he's going to be so inefficient, it's going to so be so detrimental to team though. success. Yeah, uh, yeah you got we'll Zane Meeks because you've got another inefficient Bad. scorer that oh, <laughs> just 
Kamari Williams. Oh, I man. do sort of like Bryant Salabange. He was like really good at Tulsa, like considering how bad they were. He's like a really solid rebounder. Not really the rim protector you want for a center, but like I think he's definitely the I think he's the best guy out of this transfer class, quite frankly. Um, maybe me. So uh, I th- I really think Celebongi was like underrated because he was on such a bad team. But he was... Meeks. I actually loved Zane Meeks know. at San Fran. He hit his I game, like him. man, where he looked good. Um, yeah, like Bryce. I don't know Long, much about this guy. So Bryson Long, like I don't know why they took him. Like he can shoot, but he also played shoot. for like a bottom ten team in the country. Sean Phillips was sort of bad his freshman year. Like he's in free. The two uh, high school guys they got are like major stock followers who were like five stars, and now they're like borderline like three. John Phillips is that big from LSU, right? Yeah, I did nothing last year. I I do like Sean Phillips. He's athletic, block shot. Very athletic. Can't he can't score at all. Arizona State big. He's gonna be super (laughs) athletic. Not be able to catch the ball. You know, he's gonna be spazzing out. Can't finish around the rim. But he's super athletic and can get a lot of rebounds. So he's good yeah. for those two yeah. teams. He's just, just not can't coordinated. Score. This yes. team cannot score efficiently. There's no. nobody that can score efficiently. Well, who's going to want to play roster? defense, man? That's going to be eight. <laughs> yeah. Number four last year is Oregon. I have number five this year. Um, do we agree on that? Or I haven't met the same. I haven't met five. You know, it would probably help if I knew more about their roster, but I just think they had the transfer class for me was really questionable. Like, where did you have them at nine? Yeah, that's crazy. That's way too low. Kyle, Kyle, you want me to run through their 10 men? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Shellstead, Bartholomew, Kuznard, Kwame Evans, and Fale Dante, Biddle, Mookie Cook, Cario Oquendo, Brennan Rigsby, and Jesse Zarzula. And then they just picked up. I but, mean, they were the like the worst shooting team in Power Five that like I've almost ever seen. Like, what did they do really to to take care of that? Like, Shellstack can shoot, and Kwame yeah. Evans is he floats that on the helps. perimeter. Like, the guys I don't know about a... that obviously yeah, yeah. took care of that. Like, I know a Kwame can't shoot. Oh, oh. yeah, Equendo can't. I was gonna say Kwame floats on the perimeter. He doesn't really have a motor but the thing is he'll float in the perimeter he can hit threes so he's a fit guy i'm not the biggest fan of him but he'll fit as a shooter all so right well can shoot like i don't know how many mins he's gonna get but he can shoot yeah like, i like a, this team more than last year oregon yeah mm-hmm. i'd I agree with that as well um the big thing you don't have will richardson looking like will richardson uh, very old major player every he just never game, got so. better he never got better he was the same player every year okay. I, I will say um, what was that guy's name they got the other day? Like Muhammadu Diara? Is that who it? What yeah. his name so was? So many Mo- he, he Dior, something like that. Oh, yeah, Stetson, it's yeah. Dior, yeah. But he is a genius. He is an absolute mm-hmm. genius. He entered. He entered a portal so late that like he was gonna get picked up by someone good because he's huge and he can rebound. He can be That's- a serviceable like like he'll play. Eh. <sighs> Like he'll get minutes. minutes. They have their only backup big is Biddle, who can play to four, and is not like a true like yeah, big I don't love big man. Biddle, man. Uh, I, I will say do. I do like I do like when they'll run their two big with Dante and Biddle because they'll run that a bit. Uh, but Biddle, Biddle is their only big. Down, He's yeah. their only big off the bench. 
Yeah, that he'll probably play like ten minutes. Diawara. So like Diawara can Oregon be physical. Team, like you can. Yeah. The thing with this Oregon team is, I feel like so much is relying on this freshman class. Like this is the <laughs> legacy class for Dana. If these guys don't pan out, like Shell said, going to. He's going to be. He is. No, nah, he's Shell's definitely. Will. From what I've heard, if he's a, if you're giving him a Peyton Pritchard uh, comparison, I feel pretty confident he's going to pan out. Um, the other two guys are higher ranked, but more projects and I players. I did like Rigsby. Rigsby last year was interesting. They still have him, right? Yeah, I mean he's yeah. like they're tenth man. Like he he's good, but like. They have Don't a lot of random guards on the bench. Interesting, but I really didn't like the transfer class. So like that, yeah, was it was a really weird transfer class to me. Like, if they kept still, Cambridge, that was the guy. If they kept yeah. Cambridge and didn't let him go to, I, I still can't put court. Oregon top five like you guys. I'm, I'm who sorry. do you have above them though? Like I'd put Utah above them. I would. Yeah, I I'm okay with that. It's a better fit roster. I just I think Dana's falling off a little bit as a coach. I hate to say you have that. Wazoo ahead of Oregon. Now that okay, I can change. I'm gonna yeah, put Oregon. I'm gonna put Oregon at seven. I'm gonna put him at okay. seven. Whatever. Obviously, Dana is fighting for his job, though. That could be a positive for them, right? Obviously, desperation yeah. can either bring back, bring out the best of a coach, or he can just continue to suck. So I don't know. Yeah. This team's just... I just think their shooting improved. I need Schultz to learn more said, about this freshman class me, because that's going to starting Kwame and I'll shoot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Solid two. Um, he's all right. He's not that good. I don't like him. But anyway, number three last year was USC. I met second this year. Um, I would agree. I have them at one. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, one of the best backcourts in all of college basketball, Collier and Boogie. Like one of the best. Collier's probably the best freshman. Boogie's one of the best players in college basketball. Um. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with Brownie. There's some reports that came out that says he like should be like good in like the future. Um, I think you, he'll play. You guys I think he'll play. He will, but I'm not. They're not going to rush him to back, start though. on like opening night and stuff like that. But yeah, you have a lot of breakout players. Am I? Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. a well-constructed roster. You have two uh, point guards mm-hmm. that can create their own shot and distribute. Kobe Johnson and DJ Rodman are like, like the perfect off the ball guys for this, yeah. and they both like defend. they're they are elite uh, glue guys. I'm not huge on yeah, DJ perfect. Rodman, but I he love, was he was good. I like Rodman. I love Kobe. He can, he can catch and shoot. Kobe and he Johnson's can... biggest fans. So Kobe Johnson's a dude. He's yeah, oh, he's awesome man. I, I'm a big Josh Morgan guy. Same. I Josh know, like, Morgan is awesome. Oh, and man. I know you like Vince better, but I love Josh Morgan. He's a really like he can really defend rebound. Around. Yeah, no. I do like I do like Josh. I think I think I have Josh starting right now. I think though the okay. biggest issue with this team will be like last year, and it'll be rebounding. Um, Josh and Vince aren't yeah. the best rebounding bigs. Yeah, okay. You're running a six six four man, and I I really think they'll struggle off on the glass again. Yeah, I, they aren't I, great I, rebounders. I do agree. That's a good point. I I do agree with that. Um, but yeah, very very talented. Um, especially in the backcourt. Like you got some breakout potential in Kajani Wright and Isaiah Sellers, like maybe. No, 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 no. We're we're not hyping up Kajani Wright. That's about he, one rule. He's not. <laughs> okay, he wasn't that good last year. He can year. defend. He's... He has he has no bag, no bag. He can yeah, defend, but but yeah. like, there's a world where he's like scores like, like six and five. Hey, I have Paige above him on the depth chart for. What so do I. Worth. But well, Paige is like 
more of a true center, isn't he, though? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'd say I for them, he's more of a four. But yeah, he'll play. Four. I think Kobe but Johnson's going to take a big scoring jump this year. Like, I, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's going to get more volume. And I feel like that's what's going to put this team over the top. If Kobe Johnson can get to 15 a game. Um, I think it's attainable. We'll see. I want to see. 15 is a lot, considering how many points a backcourt is going to score. I of think course. he's really going to just score off ball because I think Collier and Boogie are going to have the ball in their hands. That's true. Almost That's the entire true. time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be a really good off ball guy, though. If he averages even like 12 and a half with elite defense. I think that's possible. Range, yeah, that's that's like, reasonable. Um, You know, good efficiency. Like, there's just a lot to obviously – you know, with, with the point I went back to, like, coaching determines a lot. Like, obviously, you can go at Enfield, um, you know, but when Enfield has had elite talent, he has produced. And I love the depth on this team, too. I mean, I don't think it's crazy deep, but, like, I think it's seven to eight deep, and I think that's enough. Um, you know, I obviously with Arizona, um, I just have a couple question marks with – I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that. I kind of just hit with Arizona. I just need to see the finished piece. You know, there's a lot we of. We might people. get into a little debate night, Austin. I got. I want to defend Arizona a bit, but okay. uh, I'll, I'll just say my last USC. Uh, without Bronny, I'm kind of worried about their guard depth. I think they'll have to shift Kobe up to the two. Yeah, or at least that's yeah. what I'd hope for because Oziah Sellers is. People have been hyping him up. People have been hyping him up. Andy Enfield don't call the Steph Curry of USC offseason, so I don't know what to believe out of South Central anymore. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Smoking rocks. They're smoking rocks up there. Yeah. Man. Uh, <laughs> second last year was Arizona. I have him at first. I do um, as well. I have him at two. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also fair. Um, yeah. I just think that Tommy Lloyd is an elite coach. No, definitely a different look roster wise, but obviously a uh, Balo who's going to be a beast inside. Boswell is going to be huge. Larson's a really solid glue guy, like Kobe Johnson's just like a, like an elite level glue guy. It's like almost kind of disrespectful calling them glue guys, but it's like right. Uh-huh. It's our you have the Caleb Love experience, which I think is going to go a lot better than the Caleb Love yeah. experience last year in North Carolina. Johnson, you know what you're going to get. Jaden Bradley is like solid, like. I've heard some good things about KJ Lewis, and they have those international guys who are going to be good. So, yeah. Mo Krivas is a dude. Yeah. Yes. Mo I've Krivas heard lots good. of good things about him. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you have to say about this team, Kyle? So, yeah. I just got to see like these international players I've been hearing a lot of good things about. So, obviously, I need to just see how, how they are um, and things like that. I think Keyshaw Johnson was an amazing pickup. Um, yeah. I think he is just, I, you know, I feel like Arizona needed, you know, Arizona last year was really iffy defensively. Like, that's why I didn't pick Arizona to go very far. Like, and I feel like they're going to be a lot better defensively this year. Like, I, yeah. I, he he definitely helps him out in defense. Um, you know, he's not going to, he's not going to even at scoring that Tubelis did, but he's going to definitely play a lot better on defense. And I you'd think, hope he um, get that scoring elsewhere. Yeah, at the guard spot, I think defensively it could be a little. I don't know. Cedric's gone. Kylan, Kylan can defend. Kylan's a really Kylan can defend. No, but he is also a freshman. So no, he's you know. not sophomore. Sophomore? Did he sophomore. play last year? Yeah, yeah. he he, he did reclass. I'm he pretty reclassed. sure he's the youngest player in college basketball. So we'll get okay. 
I gotta yeah. I gotta see him, you know, against other Pac twelve guards, you know, like the Boogie Ellis's of the world, you know, having to defend sure. guys like that, you know. So obviously perimeter defense is very important. So I, I need to see that. Um Brad, but, Bradley can defend too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, obviously. Can too. Um Bradley's Bradley's a great defender, in fact. Um mm-hmm. so I, I love that pickup too. Lewis they can defend, I think. They definitely yeah, he- killed the uh, the transfer portal for sure. Um, no, I feel like this Arizona team, obviously the regular season's up for grabs, but I think when it comes to deep runs, this could be the team that does it. I, I feel like there's a lot of deep run potential here. In in other years, I haven't been feeling it with Arizona because of you know their defensive metrics, but like I think this year could be very different. And I love Kyle and Boswell, so yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll um, get into my Arizona thoughts because I think I have a good amount of them. Okay. Um, I mean, I love Tommy Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd's going to get an offense going no matter who his players are. Arizona I fans think... wanted to fire him this offseason after he missed out on <laughs> Ryan Nemhard, though. Never forget about uh-huh. that. I said average dance. They are such an, an annoying fan base, dude. They don't get enough slack. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> I know you know more than anybody, Owen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll say I picked Princeton to beat Arizona last year. I was very low on them going into the tournament. I was, I was high on them in the team. regular season. I this year I think this team could win it all. Uh, they're yeah, one mostly. through four can defend. Umar's not as much of a rim protector as I'd like, but Mo Krivas can protect the rim. Paulius can shoot. I think they go a good nine deep, and you could even include Visar as a tenth. I just don't see holes in this team. You have shooters one through three. Uh, Kishaw is going to score well because they don't ask their power forward to create shots. It's all like if you look it's, at rim, it's rim rolls, right? They're rolling off yeah. the screens. It's you just got to know how to duck in and yeah. run the floor. And Tommy Lloyd knows how to teach a duck in as good as anyone in the college. The duck are beautiful. No, yes. they are. I really love this team. I, you're really starting to sell me. I'm not going to switch up, but. I'm definitely <laughs> going to have them far on my brackets this year because, like, I feel like there's just so much depth here. Even the team two years ago with Matherin and things, they weren't as deep as this team. This team is – Yeah, I'd I say think, they go seven to Kyer. Right. I mean, this team is so dangerous if they can just fit it all together, which we'll just have to see. But, I mean, Tommy Lloyd's as good as a guy as any to do it. So Yes. And the and... one other point I was going to make – Last year, one through three, they had no one that got downhill. Henderson shooter, Ramey shooter, Kirk Creasa doesn't know what it inside was the arch. That was thing I hated about them, man. They didn't have a shot creator on. That's just so different this year. It is. Yeah, fun. Caleb loves to get downhill. Now yeah, they have all awesome. shot creators, which is great. Like it's, it's, they're going to be a really good team. I love this team. I think I have them top five preseason. Like I'm extremely high on this team, and okay. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, I'm not quite that high. I don't know. Am I? They're they're. They're like top ten probably. <laughs> yeah. I I can yeah. see Austin being very. This is the type of team Austin will love. I I definitely feel like, and I will definitely love this team too. I just I gotta see it. Like, like I think all. it all comes down to Caleb Love. It really does, man. Like he is either gonna destroy this team or actually take it to new heights. Like, yes, I mean I don't think he'll destroy it, it, but at yeah. the same time, like him he being good really down. makes them like so much better. I think they go from pack contenders to national championship contenders if Caleb Love can take that next step. Yeah, for sure, and, for sure. And I, I just think Tommy Lloyd's offense is the perfect one for Caleb Love. 
Eric, like UNC would go whole halves with one assist last year. It was terrible. And Tommy Lloyd, you're going to be racking up assists. The ball moves. They're going to play fast. It's going to allow Caleb. Okay. No, the ball does not yeah, stay. they're going to yeah. click. I think I'm. I love Caleb Love's fit in this scheme, and that, that's the reason I have him high. Because if most people know, I was as low on Caleb Love as anyone going into last year. And oh, during this we season. all hated him, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But the number one team last year was UCLA, which I think we both all have him at three. Yeah. Yeah. I think if there's a team in the pack that's trending the most up right now, it's UCLA. Like Yeah. I mean I mean a few weeks ago they were in that like more of the Colorado Oregon range. Now they're like more of closer to the USC Arizona. Not quite there, yeah. but I think they're a we're lot closer to, to that. Yeah, no. Yes. I've been seeing people not have UCLA top thirty, top thirty five. Yeah, I just think that's ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, and I know Owen, you've been actually pretty low on this team as far as I. I know you're probably growing on this team, especially with the recent pick. I mean, I have them about fifteenth nationally. Um, yeah, it's about where I'd have them, right? I I feel like I feel is lower on this team because I'm surrounded by a lot of UCLA fans who will be higher on the team. Of course, uh, I think the big issue is. Having that dynamic shot creator, I you was don't have a high say, we, we, you, you don't we, have an Omari we, Bailey. You don't have a Jules. You don't have a Johnny. Even Tiger could create. It's gonna be. You don't have anyone who's proven in that spot. Yeah, yeah. I think Lazard's gonna be good. Sebastian mm-hmm. Mack should be. I think the place where this team thrives: two-point defense and rebounding. The Burke Bona front court is so good oh, defensively. Then you have good. a die off the bench. Like you're not scoring inside. You're not. Like and, and I mean in conference play obviously like, I don't see anybody yeah. scoring set over 70 on UCLA, dude. Like if they're scoring over 70 on them, like that would be crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extremely talented biggest, team. Yeah. I would say the biggest issues on this team will be three point shooting. Um I mean you have a few capable ones. You don't have a sniper. You don't have your David Singleton off the bench to come in and nail two threes yeah, in the game. It's unreal. Uh, and the other spot, I think turnovers. It's just such a young team. Yeah. You only have two upperclassmen. Yeah, and one of them is Kenneth Nuba, who probably won't see more than five minutes a game. Um, one of your other experienced players is Will McClendon, who shot 7% from three. And I mean, we'll move Ooh. on from Will. Um, I mean, there's a lot of talent. Turnovers will plague this team. I think it's it's just going to be the normal youth teams. I mean, it is, I'm pretty sure, the youngest team in the country uh, on Bartorovic because they haven't factored in a die and Burke and wow. only know that he's younger. It's it's one of the – sorry, not youngest. Yeah, it is youngest. That's what yeah, I meant. Probably. It's only 17% of returning scoring, I'm pretty sure. it's You're going to need a few jumps. But uh, I, I trust Mick Cronin. And that's why I'm here. I just have Mick Cronin over Tad. Of this course. is going to be like a classic Mick Cronin team. Like, oh yeah, they're going to defend. Not, and like, not, <laughs> not last year. Last year they were loaded. This is going to be like those Cincinnati or the early UCLA days. You know they're going to be grinding you on defense. You know maybe not scoring the hell out of the ball, but they're going to score enough. Like they're going to grind you out. And Obviously, the biggest thing I think we should definitely touch on is closing games. Like, that's going to be another thing, right? And that goes yeah. back to proven shot creation. Like, if you want to close games well, you do need that proven guy. Like, this is new for them. So, they're going to be in some close games, and they're going to need guys to close out those games. And they're asking yeah. a lot of Dylan Andrews, and I think Zide is going to be one of those guys as well. Zide, yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah it's, it's... 
I wouldn't I be surprised if okay. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if this team uh if this team go, gets off to a struggles a little bit at the beginning, yeah. but I think they will now be, he's gonna be a wake really up. good. So it's going to be a wake up for sure. I think <laughs> it's really interesting. What's your non-conference like this year? Because that's going to uh, be. I got Maui, which opens against Marquette. They're like the Dillon. sixth best team in Maui. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that field is ridiculous. You know what? I, I have used honestly back. perfect for them, yeah, right? Um, there's nothing McCrona would want more than to throw his teams into the fire. You see what he has, right? And then you just yeah. go from there, right? You, you see what you have. You go from there. This is going to be a team that just gets better as the year goes on. I think by conference play, they're going to be playing their brand of basketball. And, you know, they're going to be comfortable enough scoring the ball. I think Dylan Andrews is going to going to get comfortable with his role because um, that's going to take time. Like to grow into being a number one option uh, after his role last year, um, it's definitely going to take, you know, a month or two. Honestly, it could, um, if not longer, but. Again, um, I think by January, February, this team's really going to start getting hot, and then then and then everyone's going to realize that maybe they should have had them top thirty, like because the yeah. talent on this team is scary, um, especially in the front court. I mean, one of the best defensive front courts in the nation. So it's definitely up there. I mean, Burke, his calling card is defense. He can mm-hmm. switch on. Three he does. Five. He does everything. Dem Dem might be able to switch on to all positions. I right, mean, Bone is just ridiculous. Not many defenders like him, no. but uh, it, it, the question too. will be scoring. There, yeah. there really is no like. I mean, Lazar's your best guy. Dylan can't create. I mean, at least last year he couldn't create from three. Every one of his yeah. threes was assisted. Sebastian, I can get downhill. His three ball. It, I'd say it's streaky. I, I'd say that's the best way to. Uh, I think Vita right is going to have to do some downhill creating, right? Like, that's his oh, game. Yeah. He can really create his shot. He's not a great three-point shooter from what I've heard, but he's good in the mid-range from what I've heard, and he's good downhill. So that's something, a that's something you can build off of, right? Um, yeah. That's somebody who can at least somewhat create and look for their shot. And, you know, obviously the three-level scoring isn't there, but that'll come. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, um, any final thoughts on any teams in the conference? Anything else? I'll just say don't watch Oregon State basketball, and we'll leave it at that. I want to watch Jordan Pope, though. You got to watch for the meme, man. Okay, that, that's a fair point, but it's going to be ugly. Just know that. I, I just want to watch some Jordan Pope. You, you got to watch the when they play Portland State. Like, oh, <laughs> They play Portland they State. The, they gave up like ugly. 90 points to Portland State. Now, I yeah, will say... I, Portland State plays such a fast pace of basketball. If you've never watched Portland State play, they play one of the most unique styles of basketball you will see. They don't um, have Cam Parker anymore, though. He was so good. Yeah. Remember Woods last year? I oh, think it was, 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 was a few years ago. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, was... they, they, they were, and they looked really good against Oregon State because Oregon State it was like they got hit by a train. Like they had no idea how this team was on offense. Yeah. They obviously didn't scout them at all. Um, I don't, I don't know think what... Wayne Tinsley does scout. Yeah, I don't, I don't think don't he scout. does scout at all. <laughs> it, when... it, I think Ethan Thompson scouted, and that was remember when Duke it. played them close not... last year in the PK. Yeah, <laughs> that was so bad. When like, Jordan Pope first like emerged, and it was Duke funny. could not score to save their lives that game. That was so hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Like a three-point game or something like it that. was. It was like yeah. fifty-nine to fifty-six. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts? Well, I'll just say thank you for having me on. It was a great. Of course, we got to so. throw in more guests to spice it up. You know. Yes. We got to get Dan in here when he has an opening or two, because I know he's really yes. busy right now. When when we work our way to the East Coast, he'll probably join as he's uh, more more of an East Coast guy. Thanks. That's the thing. But, like we're gonna spend a lot of time on the West Coast. I feel like maybe I'm like miscalculating it or things like that. Most conferences are in the East. That's true. Okay. Mountain West and anything. Big else Sky, Mountain West. W- WCC will probably do next. Yeah. WCC. We will see you in a few days for our next conference preview. Maybe WCC. Maybe not. We will. We'll figure we'll it out behind the scenes. But yeah. Um. That is our Pac-12 preview. Sadly, the last Pac-12 preview ever. So, but yeah, first and last one, it's uh, going out with the bang. Yeah, this will be a conference to watch this year by all the reasons we've given to you today. But yeah, we will see you in like two days for the WC preview. I'm just going to say now, we're doing a WCC next. So I agree. we will see you then.